right. Welcome back. We have finally got here. It's been a long road. Last episode of season four, that they may all be one, where we have been looking at lost truths of the Christian faith. Normally, we have been going every week having one, but we have the last couple of weeks we had unforeseen things that have occurred uh, that just kept us from being able to uh, do a podcast last week. So our apologies there. We praise God for his faithfulness and goodness uh, and his provision. And we're going to end this season with what I think, what I think is perhaps the result of all the other episodes. Of all the other episodes, if you roll them all in together, and I think you end up with what we're about to discuss. Before we jump into that, first I want to just give praise and honor and glory to the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, to the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of his Spirit. Holy Spirit, bless you for empowering and directing and guiding us to make much of you, Lord Jesus Christ. You are worthy. You are the Lamb of God, Lord of Lord and King of Kings. We are not even worthy to even take your name in our mouths. And yet you have been pleased to have us abide in you, you and your word in us, that we would be good branches and that we would bear good fruit. Bless your holy name. I want to give a special shout out to uh, my darling wife. Uh, Could not have done this program without her. In fact, uh, for those of you who do not know, behind the scenes, she's the one who's keeping it all going. She's the one and she has a full-time job. She, you know, she uses a lot of her mind throughout the day, Monday through Friday. And so she's tired. So when she is actually sitting behind the scene doing this, you don't see her, you don't hear her. Well, you did in a couple of seasons and hopefully I've got her back, but you don't know all the things. So this program would not even be going if the Lord didn't give her strength to do the program. So I just wanted to say, praise God, Lord Jesus, bless you for my wife and for the strength and grace you have put in her um, because this program could not. The graphics works, the stuff on YouTube, none of that would be there if it wasn't for God working through my wife, Holly. So Love you, honey, and I am so grateful for you and blessed that you are a part of this ministry. So how is it the best way that I can segue into this program before reading the scriptures? Well, well, I would think I'd talk a little bit like this. You know, back in my day, being an old man that I am, we used to do things a little differently. You young whippersnappers and come all along the way through here. You, y'all doing crazy stuff. But, man, falutin' stuff going on around this place, I don't know. You're like, Shane, what are you doing? Holly's kind of already freaking out over there. But this is something I do at my work every day. I talk like an old man. And the, and the question today in The Lost Truth is, are you an old man? I don't know you might be an old man but you're supposed to actually be a new man you're supposed to be a new man 
So the first scripture I'm going to start off with is from probably my favorite, one of my favorite texts. Uh, I read it every open air. Shouldn't say every. Pretty sure it's every. Ninety-nine point nine percent of all the open air preaching I do, these verses are in it. Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and which also you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. Don't talk the talk. Walk the walk. You see, once we are saved, if we are truly born again, we are a new creation. It's not Uh, up for debate there has been a radical transformation of death to life you didn't do it god did it and if god does something it's miraculous it has his hand all over it it's unmistakable you cannot deny it and it gives testimony to the Lord Jesus Christ. However, usually, and what's happened and we're seeing a huge effect, is that most people, once they make a profession of faith, they're back in the world and they're carrying on the same type of lives that they did prior to being saved. And it is actually an indication that either a you're not concerned about growing or two you may not have been saved at all let me read this out of second peter starting in verse three seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence For by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Think on that. Let that just kind of soak in. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on YouTube or through Buzzsprout, go and look these scriptures up. Now, verse 5. Now, for this very reason also... Applying all diligence, you need to be active. In your faith, supply moral excellence, and in your moral excellence, knowledge, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance, and in your perseverance, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, They render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Therefore, brethren, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. For as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. And I'll leave off right there. Have you ever noticed that Scripture tells us that when God saves you, you are radically different. You are not of the world. You're in the world, but you're not of it. There is something unmistakable about the Christian, and one of the things that is unmistakable is love. 
a love for the things that God loves, and a hatred of the things that God hates. And it shows us that by being in the Word of God and longing for the Word of God and being in prayer and being around other believers and building one another up, all of these things start happening within the Christian. All of these things start occurring. But when we get short-sighted, if we, if we're, if we get caught up in the world, if we, we turn aside and go, okay, now I need to do all of these other things, then we find out that not only are we not growing, but there is no testimony that's being demonstrated in the world. We're called to be salt and light. We're called to proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. As we go, we are to be making disciples. It is without question that God when he saves us, he sanctifies us positionally. We are set apart for him. But then there is a process that is happening in which we are growing and being conformed more and more into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the question is, at the end of this season, the lost truth is this. How many of you are actually walking as a new creation? Not going, yep, I'm in Christ, and you're just living your life. You're one of those that we've talked about in all the different reports where you don't even pick your Bible up outside of church. You're one of those who goes about your daily life and prayer to you is, yeah, it's there. You know, every morning you thank God for waking up and, and every night you thank him for bringing you through another day. But in between, there's nothing if there's anything, it's going to be, Lord, you know, help me, you know, for me, for example, heal my back. My back has been hurting, and, you know, I've got bone spurs now on my spine. But is that the only thing that you're praying about? Is your time in God's Word just your daily bread? You pick out one verse, and you're like, okay, I got my verse, and off I go. And it's not because you don't have time to do it. It's because it's just not that important. Friends, that's why when we're saved and we're sanctified positionally, if we're not seeing a sanctification happening on our way to being with the Lord Jesus Christ, there is an alarm bell that should be going off. We shouldn't be sitting back going, you know what? I put my name and date in the back of a little uh, Gideon New Testament Bible, and I've got fire insurance. We should be desiring to be well-pleasing to the Lord Jesus. We should be desiring to make his name known. If we have truly been saved, if we have truly been set apart, the Holy Spirit is within us, sanctifying us, that we would obey Jesus Christ. If you love me, you will obey me. And so when we don't truly believe the gospel, the incarnation, the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection, the ascension, and the return, when we don't believe that, when we don't come to God in humility and and seek to know him in his word and ask him to fill us with his spirit that we might have eyes to see and ears to hear, when we're not continually asking God to build us up and allow us that we would walk in a manner worthy of his calling in gospel, when we're not 
sharing the word with other believers and trying to build them up. When all of these things are becoming evident, then there's an alarm bell that should be going off inside of you going, why? And here's the kicker. If you don't have an alarm bell going off, then my friends, there is a pretty good chance you're really not born again. And I know, oh, you can't judge my heart. You will know them by their fruits. And I'm not here trying to, on this last episode, you know, put, you know, a downer in your day. I'm trying to tell you I love you. And that we're seeing in this world today a rapid exponential decrease in the in those who would call themselves Christians having any biblical understanding, knowledge, or the capacity to know, understand, and articulate the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, or to be able to give an account for the hope that is within them, yet with gentleness and respect. And the reason is, it's because we have forgotten we are a new creation and called to follow Jesus Christ and make disciples as we go. I'm going to end today with several verses that are just my favorites. You know, I also use these whenever I'm open-air preaching, and uh, for me, I think they're a good way to end this season that we would, I pray, take these lost truths, examine our hearts, get with someone who can be a prayer partner or someone who's in accountability, and that we would say, hey, I'm a new creation You're a new creation. Let us walk in newness of life. Let us be with one another. Let's build one another up. Let's not let this go to the side, but let us walk in a manner worthy of his calling and gospel. Let us stir each other on for good works. My friends, these days, what we need are those not living in the world by the world, but those who are in the world but not of it, knowing that they are a new creation on their way home to be with their pearl of great price, their great treasure, their Lord, their Savior, their King, their great God and Savior, Jesus. For at the right time, while we were still helpless, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than, having been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. Friends, until next season, grace and peace. We'll be praying for you. Communicate to us if you need to have any ideas or some thoughts or questions. We pray for you. We're grateful for you. And we pray that you are built up in the knowledge and in the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. And may you walk in a manner worthy of his calling and gospel. Goodbye now. Thanks for joining us on our fourth season of That They May All Be One, where we focus on lost truths of the Christian faith. If you are listening on YouTube, please make sure and hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. You'll also want to check out upcoming and uncut video teachings from the man himself, Shane Sands. 
And remember, Reformation is a return to the sound doctrine of the Bible. Revival is the practice of that sound doctrine under the power of the Holy Spirit.